Hi, I'm Kevin Alvis with Big Talk Podcasts. I believe that everyone needs to treat themselves for a job well done. Whether it's surviving a workday jam-packed with mind-numbing meetings, or that five-mile bike ride down the lake with your friends, nothing says, I fucking crushed this, like a delicious cold beer. And there's no finer place to treat yourself than Chicago's northernmost taproom, Howard Street Brewing. Just steps from the Howard Street Red Line, Howard Street Brewing offers a cozy 37-seat taproom that's perfect for catching up with old friends or making some new ones. And don't let their one-barrel system fool you. It's perfectly pumping out a rotating menu of amazing beers like Roger's Proud Pale Ale, the Better Late Than Never Pilsner, and the This Is What Happens Larry Belgian Saison. Not sure what to try? Get a flight. Try them all. Like that beer and want some for the after party? Grab a few growlers for the road. You want some sweet merch with your beers? They've got hats and t-shirts ready for you too. So if you're in Chicago or planning a trip to Chicago, be sure to check out Howard Street Brewing. Open Tuesday through Sunday. No cash, cards only. Oh, and did I mention that there's entertainment every Tuesday night and trivia every Wednesday night? Oh, 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 and did I mention that you can have food from all the local spots delivered right to your table? Oh, 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 and did I mention that they're pet friendly? This place is the shit. So check out Howard Street Brewing, located at 1617 West Howard Street in Chicago and at howardstreetbrewing.com. Be sure to tell them Big Talk sent ya. Great. I know. The hedgehog will love chili dogs. That will be his thing, his calling card. Because when I think of hedgehogs, <laughs> I think of chili dogs. I mean, I love your surprise reason, at this. I only, the only reason I think of turtles and pizza is because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Exactly. No, I get. I guess chili dogs make sense, but like, it's weird. It's weird. Okay, it that, is weird. That's it. But all you need to know is that Sonic the Hedgehog is to chili dogs as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are to pizza. Everybody's got a little thing to say about the stuff they love. Pop culture. Rebel and Amanda are gonna teach their dads, Phil and Dylan, if they're willing. If they're willing to. Hop on, pop culture. Hop on, pop culture. Hop on, pop culture now. A couple old friends are gonna ask their kids about books and movies and TV shows. And those two guys might open their eyes and see it's all just a big surprise. They're gonna hop on. Dylan, have you taken Mal to the movies yet? No, never, never to. The closest we got is what we talked about in our dinosaur episode with the octopus fight. That's right. The 3D thing at the Shed Aquarium. Yeah, but that's only 10 minutes long. You know, and that's it. So we haven't taken him to like an actual okay. movie theater yet. We've taken Rebel to several movies at this point, but the first movie that we took her to, I made so many mistakes, but I also <laughs> feel that the infrastructure around the movie theater also was negligent. Okay. We made it through. Everyone was fine, but it was the most anxiety ridden movie I think I've ever sat through in my life. And what was it? What movie was it? Was it was Sonic 2. Sonic 2. It was Sonic okay. 2, but it was a 4DX showing. Do you know what a 4DX I, movie no. is, Dylan? No, I avoid 3D because I, I have trouble seeing in 3D. 
So I did avoid I say anything. 3D, that, Dylan, did no, I, say I know you 3D. said 4D. Did I say 4DX? 4D is 3D with like a little added puff of air or something. Oh, so, a puff of air. Yes, they do use compressed air to great ooh, effect. Oh, oh, lovely. Lovely. I'm going to tell you about all the features that 4DX movies use. <laughs> okay, great. But first, I want to preface this story by saying I did not know anything about 4dx movies great and i assumed <laughs> that all it meant was that it had an enhanced sound system okay i really thought that's all it meant like dolby digital where they put subwoofers under the butts of every seat so that your toddler can't sit through the little mermaid without yeah, having without... a fit yeah, yeah. Or like I, I picture, you know, the old Lucasfilm thing where they'd be like THX and like the TV is vibrating with the sound and stuff like that. Did you ever watch Tiny Toon Adventures, How I Spent My Summer Vacation? No, I did not. It, one of my favorite jokes in that movie, which we had on a VHS tape and we watched it ad nauseum. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes from that is they go to the movies and the conductor's hands appear on the screen. Mm -hmm. And one of the characters says, oh, no, it's the sound system promo. And everyone ducks. <laughs> and and it, there's this yeah. synth that just rises up like. Yep. Yep. The audience is now deaf. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I think about that. Yeah. yeah I thought it was going to be like no more than that. Right. Yeah. God, I was wrong. God, I was wrong, Dylan. All right, laid on me, laid on me. What what happens at a 4DX? At a 4DX movie, when you get there, it's not like recliner seats; it's roller coaster seats. Oh no! Like for a roller coaster, like there's, I think there was a seat belt. There was oh, no like boy. over arm bar or anything like that. But at first, I was like, okay. This is weird, but we got yeah. there during the previews, and I couldn't really see it very clearly beforehand. So I just thought, okay, weird recliner seat. Let's sit yeah. in here and see what happens. Rebel sat between me and Michelle. Okay, we sat in. We we strapped in. Yeah, the preview started. Everything was normal. We decided to do dinner at this theater, so we oh, had great. gotten yeah dogs. Yeah, some some candy for all of us. You know, I've got some apple juice for the kiddo and we had our sodas and you know there were cup holders in the seats everything seemed normal right yeah and then the previews end and then the movie starts and this was sonic 2 my kid loves sonic the hedgehog one and i love that movie too it's one of my absolute favorites and we were so excited to see sonic 2 and it was her first movie in the theaters and we're sitting in these roller coaster seats and my three-year-old has a hot dog which is already like, I'm already like, I'm on high alert because my three-year-old is eating a hot dog. Yeah, know? of course. And yeah. I've got anxiety and I'm just like on super high alert. She's eating a cylindrical object and she's a child and she has an airway and I just got to, you know, yeah, no, I'm I, on point yeah, for this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then the seats start shaking. Oh, no. They lift up and they no. start like moving with the camera. So like an actual roller coaster seat? Like an actual roller coaster. Like sometimes it's just like jittering. Sometimes it's moving left or right. Sometimes it leans way far back or way forward. Sometimes it's really violent. Sometimes it's really subtle. <laughs> Warning signs saying, hey, don't get out of your seat during the movie, maybe. Uh, Which I should have picked up on sooner, yeah. I suppose. 
So now the seat is like having an earthquake oh, no, while she's no. eating this hot dog. And she's just sitting there nonchalantly like, oh, this is great. I'm having the time of my life. Mm, yummy, yummy. Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. My wife and I are looking at each other just, what have we done? What have we done? We're, we're not going to see the movie. We're going to be staring at this kid the whole time. Because the seats move. We get the 3D glasses and the seats move. It's incredible. Wow. Cool, right? Mm-hmm. There's so it does more. It does more. Sonic is running around, and uh, at one point he runs through like a fire hydrant spewing okay. water. Yeah. Okay, they hit us with water, like from the back the, of our chairs. Wait, water wait, shoots wait, wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. It sprinkles like, down on our heads. Is it like a squirt gun of water, or like a hose? Like there were various like... stream options. I think sometimes uh, it was a fine mist uh, from the front that got blasted no. up. Like if it was an ocean no, scene, no, 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 sometimes no. if it was raining, it would literally just drip. Yeah. Uh, I, I kid you not. There's a scene in this movie where Sonic is snowboarding down a mountain oh, and okay. it, snow. No, they, it nope. snowed in the theater. It snowed like on us while we yeah. were sitting in these roller coaster seats, rocking back and forth, watching a 3D movie. And then, do you want to know the crazier part? What? It has smell-o-vision, Dylan. Oh, no. It no, has smell-o-vision. No, Come on. They, yes, there was some plot point about, like, oh, that thing, it kind of stinks. And they actually put a scent emitted it from the apparatus Ugh. of the chair oh, no but was there yes, at least a good was, smell or was it only no bad it wasn't smells? particularly uh, great no no this is terrible so there was no it it was just smelling bad smells the smell of vision was just like weird smells roughly associated with what's happening in the movie We've got different forms of precipitation being launched at us from all angles, depending on what kind of environment Sonic's running through. Okay. The seats are going up and down and left and right. And we were not expecting this. And we're dealing with all of this while she's eating a fucking hot dog. Well, yeah. Yeah. A choking <laughs> hazard. I and mean, yeah. And she's got like Welch's gummy snacks uh, and she's no, drinking orange no, apple juice. No, and... no, 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 no. This is all terrible. I know, right? Just so much anxiety. And that's how we found out what a 40x showing is i want to go back for one i, I kind of wanted to go back for top gun when that was still in theaters oh, see but see this not, sounds terrible to me everything about this sounds terrible especially when it's unexpected i would say yes exactly yeah, but even if it is expected yeah, like knowing now I, the, the, i'd love to go in and like do that myself but i would not have brought my kid i'm the exact opposite because this reminds me of like the original Star Wars ride in Disney and all that stuff where it's just like a shaking chair. And I hated those things. With the projections around it? Yeah. Like the Simpsons yeah. ride at Universal Studios? I never did that one, but... Well, we took we took Rebel on that and neither me nor Rebel knew what was happening. Michelle knew. Michelle didn't tell us. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But there was like a Star Wars one where you're in a shuttle and it's the same thing. Your seat is shaken and it's kind of going and you get sprayed and I hated it. I hated it. So I I would never do this. I would never pay money to do this again. Never. But you go ahead, Phil. Like, <laughs> it's as close as you can get to, oh, no, the actors are coming into the audience at a theater. Event. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but awesome. we're not here to talk about the no. marvels of cinematic no. technology. Because yeah. here's the most important question. Was the movie good? The movie was so good. Oh, my God. Dylan, have <laughs> okay, you seen great. either of the two live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movies? I have not. And I really need to because I love Adam Pally. I've become a huge fan of James Marston. 
and I love shit. What's his name? <laughs> that I, I ben Schwartz. Remember. Ben Schwartz. Schwartzy. I could not. I can't believe I couldn't remember Ben Schwartz's name. John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, among many, many other things. In Sonic 2, he even references the catchphrase of the that character. Oh, of John Ralphio? Yeah, he goes, nice. to, he goes, you know, we're not watching Snow Buds again. That movie is the worst. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I, I have I have a mixed relationship with video game adaptation movies. Yeah. Some of them sure. have been so amazing, and some of them have just been so terrible, and very few of them have been mid like starting with the 1993 Super Mario Brothers live action movie, which, which is honestly, God. I think it's the only video game movie I've seen. Is that one? It's one so, of my personal favorites. Oh, I love it. I mean, I John understand Leguizamo, fundamentally it is terrible. Yeah. Oh, completely. But completely. I love it. But it's enjoyable. We can watch it and understand how terrible it is. John so. Leguizamo. Yes. Bob Hoskins. Yes. Amazing. Oh, my God. Just yeah. so good. And the Resident Evil movies. I liked those. I like the first couple, and then they get a little weird. Never saw. Yeah. Well, then they get a little self-produced, I think, is uh, the terminology. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I I had no idea what to expect for Sonic. And obviously there was that huge controversy before it came out about the, the, design the design of his character looking yeah. too realistic. Yeah, and the teeth, right? There was something with the, the teeth, teeth, I remember. The human teeth, the weird face. Like they made so many. They released that trailer and the internet bullied the studio into going back and completely redrawing the character. And then they had to reinsert the new version of the character into everything that they had already finished. That's so much money. (laughs) So much money. I don't know how. But it was the right choice. It was the right choice. The bullies were right this time. I did remember when that first one came out, I remember looking at a video of the differences between the two and you could see instantly how much of a difference it made. I'm really glad that they kept it more closely related to the cartoons and the video games. Going realistic doesn't work. Disney is proving this again and again, the live action Lion King, the, Oh uh, my goodness. Right. Uh, Yeah. It, yes. (sighs) that's a whole convoluted conversation on my end but yes we don't need to we don't need to do these live action remakes of anything now we did go and see little mermaid the other day and that was really good but the fish are realistic and i could not connect with a realistic fish even if the voice of the fish was the same voice actor who did the voice of luca which is a movie that i love where the fish look ridiculous okay so yeah, we'll have to get into that another time because I've heard we're so many different things. We're not here to talk things. about. We're not Luca. here to talk we're about. We're here Little to Mermaid. talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, lay it on me. Lay it on me. All right, I haven't seen either of these movies. I want to. I just haven't. They nailed the tone. They they absolutely nailed the tone. They start out very firmly in a completely computer created world where Sonic as a little baby hedgehog is running about they establish his backstory but they establish visually very very well this like video game world and then the rest of the movie mm-hmm. is going to be happening live action in our world and by by starting out in that really cartoony place especially with the redesigned sonic who looks like he belongs there it makes the whole thing i think work better from the start uh you're able to 
completely accept all of the weird video game tropes and things as being normal. You're able to accept most of what's happening as just being a complete cartoon. And they lean into that cartoon aspect of it. You never feel like anyone's going to actually get seriously hurt. All of the yeah. violence is very slapstick and comical. Okay. They really they really find the humor of Sonic while referencing all the video game stuff. So that I have to tell you, before you keep going, I don't know anything about Sonic outside of the basics that he runs through rings. Like, I did not play. He runs through rings. I, I played the game once in my entire life. Which out. game? See, I don't even know. I went over was it to on a the friend's Sega? house. Was it on yes, the, the... it was on Sega. It was on that's... Sega. Oh, so one of the like one of the OG of... games. Yeah, exactly. But I, I was over at a friend's house and we went in because we all got sunburned after swimming. And that was the only video game system they had and was the only game. It's a fun one. I find it kind of tricky though. Yeah, and I just and that was it. I didn't watch the cartoon. I knew it existed. Hop quiz hot shot. All right, in the I know you didn't watch it, so you're not going to get this. Yeah, it's so not really I, a fair I, I, pop no quiz, clue. and I do yeah. apologize for that. Not shot. But right. who was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the original Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon? No idea. No clue. Jaleel White. Who is that? The actor who played Urkel on Family Matters. Really? Yeah. Can I do that? I'm waiting. Yeah, I never watched yeah. that show either. You same, know. same guy, same voice, same guy, and he did Sonic. Yeah, he was and, the voice of Sonic. I think the, for like three seasons or something like that. Okay, and when was was the, were they happening at the same time, or was one like, I mean, I don't even remember when the Sonic cartoon was out. The Sonic cartoon came out in '93 because the Sonic video game, I believe, came out in '92, and okay. Jaleel White was doing the voice of Sonic in '93, '94, '95. I want to say. And Family Matters started in 89. It had nine seasons, which means that it ran to about 98. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both in of those middle. things were happening at the same time. Weird. That's pretty cool, though. To think about. Yeah. No, I mean, good for him. Like, yeah. Spends his day on the Family Matters set and then, and then spends, goes, I don't know, his weekend or something. Goes and does recording the lines of Sonic. Yeah. And then, right. you know, that, let, like, well, let's talk about these weird Sonic cartoons because they yeah, okay. had all of these wonderful early 90s tropes from cartoons like yeah okay we have an animal who is humanoid mm-hmm. who fights i don't know let's say robots so that yeah. they're not actually hurting living creatures because that would make them inherently evil okay and now let's give them a favorite food the turtles like pizza great i know the hedgehog will love chili dogs. That will be his thing, his calling card. Because when I think of hedgehogs, <laughs> I think of chili dogs. I mean, I love your surprise reason, at this. I only, the only reason I think of turtles and pizza is because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Exactly. No, I get. I guess chili dogs make sense, but like, it's weird. It's weird. Okay, it that, is weird. That's it. But all you need to know is that Sonic the Hedgehog is to chili dogs as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are to pizza. Great. Okay. It's a mathematical constant across the universe. Got it. It is what we will use to form a Rosetta Stone with alien beings <laughs> who've intercepted our television rays over the Perfect. century. This, this is, is my it. prediction. So says Nostrophilmus. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I love it. That's a great prediction, Phil. This cartoon in the early 90s established pretty much everything baseline about Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Mm-hmm. He loves chili dogs. That's that's really his whole thing. He, he fights <laughs> Eggman it. and he loves chili dogs. <laughs> He's got a friend named Tails who's a fox yep. that has two tails that he spins around like a helicopter to let him fly. Cool. And then Knuckles is there. Knuckles is an echidna who digs around with his, well, pointy knuckles. And okay. I, I'm excited to talk more about Knuckles because Knuckles is represented in so many different ways in the various video games and in the various cartoons. And I really feel like, <laughs> hold on. No, I'm going to have you guess who do you uh, think since you know nothing about Sonic knuckles, no. the echidna knuckles, yeah. the echidna, who would you choose to voice someone named knuckles, the echidna in a live action movie, oh, CGI man. alien, CGI. red, big white knuckles. And, I, and I'm trying to think of based on everyone else who is in this movie, who could it be? In these movies, we have had James Marsden. We have had Ben Schwartz as a voice. We've had Jim Carrey in the role he was meant to play. Yes. <laughs> so who could it be who's playing Knuckles? Is Well, is Knuckles uh, a man or a woman? Or Knuckles' no, pronouns no? are he, him. Not great, thank you. That's the much better way to say it. Okay, he's a, a fierce echidna uh, warrior, the last okay. of his kind. So, could it be Ryan Reynolds? No, no, no. Imagine the opposite of Ryan Reynolds. The opposite. <laughs> okay, the opposite of Ryan. I don't. What would that be? Is it Idris Elba? Yeah, seriously, he's amazing. He like nails he's, it. What? Yeah, dude, these movies are awesome. What? Yeah, they're so good. I love Idris Elba. That's great. (laughs) Okay, cool. I'm on board. That's great. Oh, man. It's it's so good. But the the first cartoon, it's, oh, man, it's got that rare quality of Mm -hmm. early 90s animation where it's, like, it feels good, but it looks like crap. Oh, oh, got it. You know, like, maybe it only feels good for me and you, our generation, where this is like a comfort thing. If you see that on a television set, you know, it's probably like 1030 a.m. on a Sunday morning. And yeah, it's the rest of the day off, at least. Yeah. Yeah. It comes. The nostalgia comes roaring back. Yeah. Yeah, So maybe it's less about the art and more about the feeling. The next one, it's like Sonic lives in a dark dystopian future where Eggman rules over all as a tyrannical fascist and he has to, you know, fight his robots and free his animal brethren. And then there's, there's more recent ones, which some of them do get a little serious sometimes, but some of the most, for the most part, they're all starting to really embrace the humor of Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And I think that's what makes it successful, especially in the live action movies. So here's my question, because I I know it's a video game, too. Does the tone of the show correspond to whatever version of the video game is coming out around that same time? Or has there only been, like, the OG Sega games, and they haven't revisited it, and it's just... Oh, no, there have been so many, an unspeakable number of Sonic the Hedgehog games. So it it, is... is Sonic almost like a Mario type thing where there's so yeah, many different Sonic would be, I would system. say, the Mario of Sega. Got it. Okay, great. Great. That makes sense. Yeah. Sonic is to Sega as Mario is to Nintendo. Perfect. Perfect. That's another what I, mathematical I, I, I always... constant that we can use to create a Rosetta Stone with the aliens who are coming. They are going to be here, Dylan. They're, they're going to be here and they're, they're going to ask way. about Sonic. They're, this podcast, Phil, 
is their lifeline. We need to leave this here for them. That's why we're making this <laughs> exactly. so they can unearth it and know the truth about Sonic the Hedgehog and why he is the way he is in the live action movies. That's right. Come to yeah. our live shows and we'll give you aluminum foil. But to answer your question, one of the shows, I think it was Sonic X, does introduce uh, these creatures called Chos, which were these creatures that you could hatch from eggs inside a special garden that you could unlock in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Sega Dreamcast, I want to say. It what? had Knuckles in it. It was a really good one. It was like, that's the best one. There is this song from that game from the level city escape when you're running down a hill inside the city and you're, you're going super fast as Sonic, but the camera is not pointed forward for the second half of the chase. Oh, it's pointed backwards it. so you can see happens. the giant truck chasing you. And this song that accompanies it is one of my absolute favorites. She loves Kirby. She loves Mario. She loved the Mario movie when we went and saw it. She loves the Sonic movie. Although she doesn't like the Sonic games as much, and I don't blame her because they're difficult to control. Sonic Uh, Frontier came out recently. We have it on the Switch, and some cool visuals, some cool mechanics, but it's just missing something, a sort of je ne sais quoi. Maybe the people Uh, at Deke, that French company who made the first cartoons would know but i don't the shows would sort of grow some of the sonic cartoons would differentiate in style some would be more like traditional animes that you'd see on a saturday morning fox block more akin to like digimon and stuff like that was this awful one sonic underground was the was the sonic cartoon that happened in 1999 i think it got to the u.s in 2000 it did not last long yeah the premise of the show was that their mother was a queen and by their mother i mean sonic the hedgehog and then two sibling hedgehogs a green one and a pink one guess which one is the girl and <laughs> it was 99 robotnik takes over and there's a prophecy so she has to hide her children and she hides her children like underground like they live in the sewers or something like that okay so that the robotnik's army doesn't get them and her mother's like their mother's like disappeared but she's not dead she'll be back at some point they say but they like God, they also play instruments because it's 1999 and everyone's yeah, also in a band yeah. Not only are you secret royalty living in a sewer hiding from a robotic fascist army, but you're also in a band. And yet somehow it was probably better than Nickelback and Limp Bizkit, which and it was all Sonic. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Bar's yeah. not that low. It's in the sewer, but it's not that low. Not all the cartoons have been great. Not all of them have ultimately contributed to the canon, but the Sonic movies have, I feel, done a great job of taking everything important about Sonic so far, and if not outright including it, at least, like, honoring it and doing a good job of putting in Easter eggs for all the different things that have come before it. And so embracing everything that it is is one of these things that the movies do very well. One last thing about the cartoon Sonic the Hedgehog. This one is actually the second Sonic the Hedgehog series. There were two that came out in 1993. There was The Adventures oh. of Sonic the Hedgehog, and then there was Sonic the Hedgehog. And Sonic the Hedgehog was a little darker than 
the first one, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Jaleel White was still the voice of Sonic in this one. Okay. But it was a different voice for Dr. Robotnik. Now, Pop Quiz Hotshot, one of my all-time absolute favorite voiceover artists. Who was the voice of Dr. Robotnik in the slightly darker than the original Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon from 1993? Okay. Was it Kevin Conroy? No! Oh. I thought I said, I thought I teed you up real nice for no. this one. No. What? Okay. Who is it? Jim Cummings. Oh, oh was it really? The answer oh. to everything is, is, Jill, is Cummings. Jim Cummings. Yeah. Jill Cummings. We're not going to, we're going to, yeah, anyway, we're just going to move on from that. <laughs> Okay. I hope he's not listening again. From now on, Phil, I'm just going to print off his IMDb page and have it up for whenever we record. Yeah, you <laughs> should really just tack that up on the side yeah, of the exactly. bulletin board next to the computer screen. Love it. But the Sonic the Hedgehog live action movies, oh, just top tier, S tier for me. I love these. Yeah. They're so fun. Just, even just on their own. You don't have to have played the game. You don't have yeah. to watch the cartoons or anything that led up to it. You can just enjoy these as fun family movies on their own. See, and that's what I had heard. And I, like I said, I love the cast. I mean, everyone who is in the cast. And now that I know Idris Elba is in it too, I'm like, whoa, yeah, this is amazing. Idris Elba is in the second one as Knuckles. Knuckles isn't in the first one. First, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020. 2020! When it came out, it came out around Valentine's I, Day of 2020, right before everything shut down. It was this was the last movie that I saw in theaters in the before time, and I went by myself. We lived in Rogers Park. We were just a short walk away from this oh. movie theater, the New 400. Yes, the New 400. Love this movie theater. Yeah, I do too. Love it. Went there by myself. I ate a bunch of gummies and nice. I hit my dugout a bunch of times on the walk. And Perfect. so I'm like, I get, I get the day off. You know, wife's got the kiddo. Yeah. And I have full reign to go and enjoy myself at this movie and I sit down and everything kicks in at the same time like, at the same wonderful. time oh, i got my candy i got my soda i'm just sitting Perfect there timing. i look around oh god i'm like the only adult hell all right that's hilarious <laughs> Perfect. so i'm waiting okay. i'm waiting the movie's not starting the movie's not starting and then the manager comes out and explains hey so the way movies work is we don't actually have a reel anymore we don't physically have a copy of the movie we have a projector with a computer inside that can connect to the internet and then the movie studio gives us authorization to activate that movie and then the movie starts projecting on the screen we can't connect for some reason <laughs> we're still trying he kept coming in to give us updates he gave everyone a free movie ticket to come back later if well, it didn't work nice. out and then right at the last second they got everything connected and they skipped all the previews and Perfect. the atmosphere in this tiny little, I mean, it was such a small, cozy, intimate little I, movie theater. I love that movie theater. Yeah. I love that. I love the new 400 so much, but the atmosphere in it was everyone felt like we had all hung in there together. Hey, we made it and we get the movie now and everything worked out. So there was just this real feeling of joy in the theater. And so everyone was super receptive to the movie, especially me in my heightened state. Let's talk about the cast. The voice of Sonic, Ben Schwartz. Love him. Fantastic job. Really great casting. Nails it. I love him. James Marsden as Tom Wachowski. He is 
the audience surrogate. He is sort of like, you right. know, the straight man. He under he knows how the world is supposed to work. He has a plan. And now he is caught in the middle of Sonic and Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey. And he is the character through which we get to view all of the wacky events. Yeah. And Jim Carrey, Dr. Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik. Jim Carrey was born for this role. There are several <laughs> roles that Jim Carrey was born to play. He was born to be Ace Ventura Pet Detective. True. He was born to be Fire Marshal Bill. He was also born true. to be Andy Kaufman in the, yes. on the Moon. And he was born to be Dr. Robotnik. Amazing. And he is just so good. I love it so much. He had no idea what to expect from his take. There have been a lot of Robotniks. A lot of them have been bombastic. One of them has been Jim Cummings. So didn't know what to expect from him. And I just, I love every choice that he makes. He gets to be fully unleashed. If you like watching him be wacky and cartoonish, I think that's why he worked so well because they did go away from the realistic design of the hedgehog. Like we talked about, thank goodness. But I think that having a human being who is as much like a cartoon as you can possibly be in Jim Carrey up against an actual animated character. It just works so well because he is just so close to naturally bridging that gap. Yeah. I mean, just the way his body can move is. So oh yeah. Yeah. You incredible. mentioned Adam Pally earlier. He is in yes. there as deputy Wade, who is the underling to James Marsden. If I had a nickel for every time James Marsden played a sheriff with a <laughs> sort of dumb, ambitious lackey. Yeah. I yeah. would have two nickels, yeah. which isn't a lot, but it's weird it happened twice. But it's I'm just thinking about twice. My Little Pony, A New Generation. And then and he see, had Ken Jong as Sprout, who was the sort of like, you know, dim-witted deputy. Yeah. That's the same thing. He is the sheriff of this town, Green Hills in Montana. Mm. And then Adam Pally as the dim-witted deputy. I, honestly, surprise MVP of the movie for me, Natasha Rothwell as Rachel. Really? She, <laughs> oh okay. my God, she was so good. Tika Sumter plays Maddie, who is the love interest of James Marsden. Perfect. They are a married couple and she is a vet, but Natasha Rothwell plays her sister, Rachel, who is just put upon when Tom, whom she hates, shows up with an injured Sonic at her home in San Francisco. Okay. And she just passes out from the shock of there being yeah. an alien hedgehog there. But she has given them such hell up until this point that they take the opportunity of her being unconscious to tie her up in her living room so that she can't stop them from what? taking her car and helping Sonic get home. The way she plays it is just so funny. And I think that one of the best choices that they made in this movie franchise is bringing her back for the sequel and giving her an even bigger part I mean, this this movie has everything. It's got the funny action. It's got the slapstick. It's got a, a a road trip section of the movie, too, where James Marsden and Ben Schwartz as Sonic the Hedgehog basically they go on a cross-country trip. You just gave me so much information. <laughs> so don't, don't worry about it, man. All you need to know is that it goes, it goes from a cartoon to a coming-of-age movie to yeah. a bro road trip to an action movie and then to a family comedy like it morphs it. into all of these things seamlessly and the action is funny the music choices are fantastic but seriously the music is another thing that i love from these sonic movies we got don't stop me now by queen we got where evil grows by the poppy family mm-hmm uh, we've got green hill zone by john baptiste which is oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, I have right? heard that song. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. And then at the the end credits of the first movie, there's this really good one called Speed Me Up by Wiz Khalifa. I've heard that song too. Yeah. Um and the Patera song Walk. Yeah. Solid. The, the Patera song Walk. I love that song. It's like it's not a song you'd expect a four-year-old to really love. Yeah, no, not at all. Rebel loves that song. Rebel was Rebel was singing along with that song in the car, and then we walked into the Target, and I think she still had it in her head. She's like, "Hey, Dad, will you make music with your mouth?" And I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" She's like, "You know that that song for when he's the giant robot and he's walking." I'm like, "Oh," and I'm trying to think of like I'm like I'm pushing a shopping cart. I'm in a Target. I'm gonna sing this Pantera song <laughs> to my four year old. Yeah. And so we're just walking through Target, and people are seeing me go. Free! Yeah, the four-year-old just like loving it, just clapping. Yay! That's awesome. That's why you're. That's why we're cool dads because we sing Pantera songs in Target. (laughs) Yeah, parent of the year. Parent of the year. Parent of the year. Yeah. Ah, nice. Okay. We want to say thank you to our kids, Mal and Rebel. We want to thank our wives, Amy and Michelle. We want to thank Kevin Alves and Big Talk Podcasts. And we want to thank Jason Moody for our theme song. Come back and catch us next time on... Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.